Oh my goodness. <laughs> Woo. I, I'm okay. I'm here. I'm okay. All right. Hello. Hello. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Life in Retrograde. I hope that it's been a wonderful weekend for everybody and you guys have been, you know, just living your best life, honestly, because that's what we're here for. Anyway, seriously, how is everybody? (laughs) Oh, goodness, I'm okay. I promise. I'm just, I'm in a mood, you know, and I'm like, I don't even really know how to explain how I feel. I feel... I have no idea. (laughs) Oh, shit. Anyways, I feel good. I feel good. I feel good. Yeah, I feel good. I'm still trying to think of another word. I really can't. I don't know. I am slightly delirious. I don't really know why, because I went to bed pretty early last night, and then I slept forever. And I didn't even take any drugs or anything. Or or melatonin. I took nothing. It was organic sleep. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why the fuck I just started talking about that. So, don't ask. I'm sorry. I love to blare y'all's eardrums out, apparently. My bad. I really need to chill, I know. Hopefully y'all come prepared for this chaos. <laughs> Anyways, so I was inspired to come have this chat today by social media, of all things. <laughs> um, I read this quote earlier today, and uh, let me think. I think Spiritual Asylum posted it on Instagram. If you don't follow them, you should. I've, I'll link them in the description as I as I do most of my resources. But anyways, the quote said, I don't walk away to teach a lesson. I walk away when I've learned mine. Bro, right away, giving epiphany energy. <laughs> so I wanted to dive into this quote today and share how it resonated with me in hopes that it inspires some shift in perspective for you guys as well. So I need to stop saying so. I realize that I say so probably like 120 times an episode. My bad. I'm going to try to be more self-aware and get it together and, you know, broaden my vocabulary and be less repetitive if we're going to be real. Anyway, I probably won't stop saying anyway, though, because that's just how it is. (laughs) Okay, back to what I was saying. Uh, This quote, it was like both a slap in the face and a hug at the same time somehow. I have no idea really how to explain that. But me three years ago would have read the same quote in a very like indifferent way. I don't know why my voice just cracked. What's going on? Hello. I'm hitting like another puberty, I think. (laughs) Is that possible? Okay, I've gotten it together now. (sighs) Oh my gosh, I said I was going to stop doing that. I am so sorry. 
let me get back on track. What was I saying? <laughs> oh yeah. Me. Okay. So me three years ago would have read the same quote in a very different way, which is why I feel safe to come here and share what the view looks like from either side of this table, because I have been seated at both ends of this table. <laughs> and by that, I really just mean younger me, aka three years ago me, which is not that much younger, but uh, less evolved and mature me. Definitely was all about walking away to teach a lesson and expecting someone to come after me, you know, go for the chase. And really, that just led to a lot of me not communicating my needs properly and leaving just to leave or walking away just to walk away or throwing in the towel just to do so, aka avoiding. <laughs> which I just talked about. And so you guys can see really how die hard this issue is. And I know that a lot of us have some avoidant tendencies that come up when we're triggered a certain way. And that's not really what I mean. I'm just like altogether avoidant or I was, I'm working on it. And like I said, I'm trying to be more self-aware so I can integrate change properly and all of that, but this is not about me. Um, <laughs> like I was saying, I just, I read this quote from these two sides of myself that was, one was very ego-based and immature and very much what I consider my, my younger, I don't even want to use the term younger because it wasn't all that recent and like Y'all know I still have these issues in place that I need to work on. However, I didn't have any self-awareness when I was younger or even just a few years ago, basically pre-therapy period, you know, PT is what we'll call it. <laughs> but seriously, before therapy, I was a lot less self-aware of my own shit. And I was a lot more aware of other people's shit. And which is, you know, goes back to my narcissism and all this other shit. But anyways, that's for another day. <laughs> Again, I am a work in progress. So like I was saying, I was reading this quote. And of course, there was a part of me that was like, ooh, that doesn't even sit well because it reflected a way that I used to be and a way that I'm still healing from and so on. And now that I have been on this healing journey and I am more mature and I am learning how to communicate my needs and I'm establishing my boundaries. And even though all of that can sometimes still result in walking away, it's more so due to self-worth and stepping out of cycles and learning the lessons, like the quote said, after a million attempts and doing yourself a favor and 
doing yourself a service, even though it feels difficult and challenging, but doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over and expecting a different result is the actual definition of insanity. <laughs> so I'm good. And that's kind of my take on it now. So even though walking away is walking away, doing so with ego, kind of calling the shots is the essence of wanting to teach someone a lesson. But ultimately knowing that number one, this isn't a healthy approach. And nine times out of 10, it just backfires. And number two, the act of walking away to teach a lesson generally only provides a moment of gratification while doing so in the name of your own self-worth feels liberating for as long as you remain out of the toxic connection that you're trying to unsubscribe from. <laughs> Believe me, I get it. Uh, ripping that fucking bandaid off is hard. I've, I've had to do it recently with a platonic connection or what I thought was a platonic connection. <laughs> anyway, and letting someone go that you really care about is hard. But like I always say, if you step back far enough and look at the bigger picture of all the many ways that a toxic connection is making you feel. And by that, I mean the impact on your day-to-day, -day, your schedule, your life, your mental health, your emotions, your sleep, your diet. If you really start to pay attention and dissect everything, odds are you're going to see the chaos that this bond has echoed into so many parts of your life. And when you have that amount of clarity, it almost makes it impossible to allow yourself to return as a willing participant to a cycle that you know wreaks havoc on you as a whole. But I will say this, something I have learned, and let this be the key thing you remember, if you don't remember anything else I said today, <laughs> something I learned is that these bonds don't come along just to torture us or to hurt us. They are like our most beautiful teachers, our most concrete stepping stones on the way to loving ourselves and knowing ourselves more deeply. And they become kind of each brick we use to strengthen the walls of our boundaries. And they become each step closer to arriving home to ourselves. And they often become the catalyst for our very own inner evolution. So regardless of toxic connections or trauma bonds, karmic ties, mistakes, regrets, the ones we wish we could forget and the ones we wish would forget us, <laughs> the list goes on. My point is, regardless of the journey and the dynamic, if our self-love is limited, someone has to show us the way. And if our self-worth is non-existent, a new guide appears. And if our confidence is low, a teacher arrives. And if you really pay attention, each ending is simply shaped to teach us and the world something new about ourselves and what we're made of. So 
if you're walking away or if you're wanting to walk away, make sure you're doing so in a way that mirrors your heart and not your ego. And I think that's really the only way to be sure when something is over because then your heart knows what it needs to know. So there's no need for closure. There's no need for one last talk, apology, whatever. You have this certainty within you that breeds the fire in your bones that kind of keeps you pushing forward and keeps prompting you to be fierce and una unapologetic in a way that is gentle and welcoming to those who stand in that same fire with you, those who are also hitting the unsubscribe button from these types of bonds. And it was just so great to read that quote and have this whole thought process <laughs> evolve because I think it's so important for us to shift the narrative on the things, especially the connections in our lives, whether they're romantic or platonic or with our family. I think if something becomes strained or something ends, and it's a connection with another person that often is like our deeper cuts, you know, those are the ones that really get to us. And those are the ones that kind of induce trauma or leave a stain that we can't do away with. And we have to learn how to live with. And that's a hard, that's hard, you know, and I think that we all struggle with that. We all do. And if we're willing to kind of acknowledge these separations, or these endings, or these losses, as teachers and lessons and something so meaningful in a beautiful way in a positive way, then it does reaffirm our self-worth and our self-love and our own identity in a way. And just, it really, for me, it kind of validated that although there's going to be sadness attached to some endings and although there's always room for questioning things or second guessing or doubting or revisiting even. There's always room for all of that, but there's not always reason, you know? And I think that we have to become really clear on that before we accept it and before we can heal from whatever it is that has hurt us. And as you guys know, I want to, I want to be in this space of the podcast and be super vulnerable and organic and just arrive as my authentic self and embrace you guys as your authentic selves. And a lot of these chats that I have <laughs> are just really very much encouraging you to get as real with yourself as you can, because it's fucking difficult. I've had such a hard time with it, especially lately, especially just these past just the past year, just these past few years, you know, they've been profoundly kind of attached to that theme. And I think that I just want 
you guys to know that you have a safe space here with me and you can contact me anytime. Seriously, you can. And um, I hope that this encourages you guys to view things that are challenging, especially for our heart to handle. And for, you know, it's like the, the heaviness that stays in our heart that are created by these connections and the endings of them and so on and so forth. I think that reflecting on them in a, in a positive way and just dissecting what all you've learned and what all certain people and certain bonds have taught you in spite of how things ended or even with that in mind, because that's where you learn a lot is in the ending. You know, you <laughs> sometimes you get to learn a side of yourself that you didn't even know was there. And sometimes that can be good and sometimes that can be bad. And sometimes you're going to reflect on those times and be like, fuck, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> and that's normal, you know? And I think that's so important for us to talk about too, because we shouldn't feel ashamed or embarrassed, you know, at anything ever, because we're all just here learning and we're all growing. And I think that that's the most important thing is to be able to reflect in a way of seeing that evolution and seeing tangible proof of your commitment to yourself by unsubscribing from toxic connections and by following through, by stepping out of patterns that you know aren't healthy for you. And by doing what's hard in the moment, but what's so liberating for later, you know, because it is, it will pay off. I promise. I'm talking to myself right now, <laughs> but I'm also talking to y'all. It will pay off. And it just, everything teaches, that challenges us, teaches us a lot about our own resiliency and our own determination and our own strength and our own willingness to go for something or to root for ourselves sometimes to be our only biggest fan, you know, our only supporter, our only follower, however you want to put it, you know, all those things really just put us face to face with ourselves. And usually the parts of ourselves that we try not to acknowledge or not to look at or not to consider as really there. And there's something so beautiful about realizing all that, you know, and I hope that for me, I hope I can keep it in the forefront of my mind the next time I'm feeling any of these things, because then maybe I can look at someone in a time of an ending and just simply say, thank you, you know, and that's it. Like, I appreciate everything and I, and I thank you and move on. You know, we don't have to hate each other. <laughs> we don't have to get all crazy. And I think I'm really learning all of that. And so I hope that overall, it just, again, encourages you guys to reflect on things, especially the hard things in a positive way and in a way that strengthens the bond that you have with yourself and the trust that you have in yourself because that's just as important anyway i am gonna wrap this up but we got deep y'all <laughs> 
anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this chat. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys. I'm very grateful. And yeah, I love you guys. I hope that you guys have a magical week ahead. I will be back at some point until then. And as always, love yourself, trust your inner guide, surrender to the universe, and manifest a magical as fuck life. Bye.